You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Weekly News Bulletin. Been a good week, been a good week. You're joined by myself, Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate, and how about those case numbers? We've got below 30 in Melbourne over the week, which is which is pretty close to the highest number that New South Wales has had. So things are looking good there, but they're still in lockdown for four more weeks because Dictator Dan is um, a control freak and an egotistical maniac who wants to ruin his own economy for the fun of it. Today I'm joined by editor-at-large, Errol Parker. How are you, Errol? Good, mate. How are you going? I'm not, I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. As I said, it's been a good week, numbers-wise. 124 uh, days up here in the Channel Country. 124 days without any community transmission or any baby boomers coming back from an irresponsible cruise trip to New Zealand. Nope, and no sickly uh, grey nomads coming up from uh, the southern states. It's been good here. Lots of toilet paper in the public toilets here in town. No grey nomads helping themselves to our toilet paper stocks in our public toilets Still up Still no toilet seats though. No toilet seats no. haven't been replaced yet, but it is good you can go to a server without having to endure a 40 minute conversation with a man who hasn't spoken to anyone except his wife for three days. Really enjoying uh, refreshing change uh, around here when I when I head into the local garage or servos. How are you going Wendell? Uh, very well, thank you. Should we get into the news? Yeah, let's get into it. Righto, we'll start off with some national news and the Prime Minister continues to criticise every state government except the one threatening to blow itself up. Yes, the Prime Minister has told reporters that he's had a gut full of state premiers putting themselves before the national economy, but not the New South Wales government for some weird reason, who over the last week did their best to cause unprecedented chaos to their own sense of stability. Yes, and a few commentators have said it might be something to do with the fact there's a Liberal national government down there in New South Wales, unlike Queensland and Victoria, for example, where he's been going hard on the political warpath. So we'll keep an eye on Scott. Keep an eye on Scott, keep an eye on Gladys, keep an eye on uh, John Giovanni Barillaro, Pork Barillaro. Not sure what his game plan is. He hasn't done it with the type of panache that you see Barnaby Joyce doing it with. No. At least with Barnaby, you, you, you know that he's sure of himself, you know. He goes into these things and he knows he's going to come out the other side clean. He knows he's going to be able to blow it up successfully. Barilaro got put back in his box, back in his cage, and he won't uh, be coming out of that until Gladys rattles it again. He did keep us entertained for a few days, though. And speaking about Barnaby Joyce, we've got a story on him here. He's also blamed the Australian Greens for those record-breaking wildfires in California this week. Yeah, what do you think would happen if Barnaby didn't see his name in the news for a couple of weeks, Wendell? I reckon he'd say something like this to try and get his name in there. He craves a headline, doesn't he, Barnaby? Yeah, yeah, he does, he does. That's how he goes, and that's how he will continue to go until he gets the role of Deputy Prime Minister back off the charisma vacuum, that is Michael McCormack. Good on him for trying to get on the front foot in regards to the summer ahead, though, which experts are saying could be scarily similar to what's happening in California last year and what happened in Australia over December, January. Hopefully he can admit that climate change actually exists. We'll move down to Victoria for our next story now. And a man with an insatiable desire to bash the mentally ill finds his calling in the Victoria Police. This stirred a few people up this week. Yeah, this stirred a few people up this story. It does come after the most recent footage of uh, Victorian cops bashing another mentally ill person. uh, Something which an angry Victorian man says has driven him to apply for a job with the Victorian coppers. Yeah, the failed AFL recruit Eric Bacon said to us, and I quote, I guess I just thought my desires to assault and blind mentally ill people was something that I shouldn't share with the world. 
But it's great to know there is a community out there that not only supports people like me, but encourages this type of behaviour. So, I'm applying to become a Victorian police officer. Just don't steal any property because that will land you in jail, as we saw with a female police officer this week. And there was a comment on that story from Jacob Eragul, who said, wait until he hears what their New South Wales counterparts get paid to do come festival season up north. Dang. And a nice story now from Adelaide. The airport has been overcome with fanfare as all of the Canberra tourists arrive in a Cessna 152. Yeah, I just love this story. Because as of Thursday, ACT residents were able to fly into South Australia without needing to isolate themselves for 14 days when they arrived. And as a result, there was absolute scenes when the light aircraft from the Bush capital touched down in the free settlement. Yes, we are back, baby, said Premier Stephen Marshall as the seven tourists arrived in the city of churches ahead of a big weekend of doing whatever it is you do in Adelaide. Guess you just walk down Rundle Mall, listen to some hip-hop and cram some people into barrels and cover them in lime. Bit like that, bit like that. Righto, speaking of cramming people into barrels, we'll wrap up with a local news story. And a committed metalhead wears Cannibal Corpse long sleeve to first casual Friday at new office job. Yeah, look, I'm not too familiar with this genre of music. I'm more of a rockabilly, cowpunk kind of guy. But apparently these uh, these, these these Cannibal Corpse types are, are a pretty full-on band. Yeah, I believe so. It's one of those death metal setups, I think. And... And this local bloke, Jay Degura, said he decided to send the feelers out and see if any of the normies he works with would get around some proper music. As it turns out, they don't. And he actually scared the receptionist. When he decided to play one of the Cannibal Corpse songs, followed by one of the songs he wrote for his Kung Fu Garage core band. Let the bodies hit the floor. 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 Sounds like you are a little bit partial to that genre of music, Carol. Yeah, look, I'm I'm sorry. He discovered Cannibal Corpse when... I'm just taking the piss, I'm sorry. He discovered Cannibal Corpse, I believe, when the Cat Empire covered them for like a version on Triple J, which kind of wheeled into that rockabilly cowpunk scene. There you go. On that musical note, I think we'll wrap it up for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Always a pleasure to have you here. And we'll be back again at the same time next week to bring you all of the biggest stories from our humble regional newspaper. Until then, see ya. Hooroo, hooroo. Goodbye. Free John Monaghan.